To totally weird and twisted. November episode. Episode number one. Halloween's over. That's okay. No, it's not. But I'll I'll live. (laughs) Well, we have no choice. (laughs) I will live, but it's not okay. It just sucks because it's like all Halloween for so long, and then Halloween, you're like, this is fucking great. And I literally woke up the next day, and I was like, oh. It's over. Like broken hearted. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Halloween needs to be like in the middle of October so that you still have the rest of October to do like spooky shit and like wind yourself down. Well, it's who says like, you can't do that in all November? It culminates on the last day and then you wake up and you're like, ugh, there's going to be Christmas shit everywhere. <laughs> so we... Which there is. Right. We took all of our Halloween stuff down yesterday. Today's Monday. We took all of our Halloween stuff down yesterday and put up like thanksgiving stuff mm-hmm. so it still looks like super autumny right in yeah. our house i was like mom can we put up like let's do christmas and she was like it's too early and i was yeah, like it it's not too early for christmas i don't really have thanksgiving stuff so i'm gonna take down the um i mean i have some stuff but what i so what i normally do is i uh will take down the halloween halloween stuff mm-hmm. and then the pumpkins that aren't real, that are jack-o'-lanterns, I just turn their faces towards yeah. the wall. So it's just pumpkins. Yeah. So it's like <clears throat> fall decoration. Yeah, because I'm not going to take down Halloween and then put up my normal shit and then take that down and put up Christmas shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do that with our jack-o'-lanterns <clears throat> out front. We just turn them yeah, around. Yeah, turn them. Yeah, yeah, I have a few like terracotta ones and stuff and I'm like, bug it. Yeah. Anyway, I haven't done it yet because I've been working. I do have um, a bit of a... Uh, I'm having a brain fart, so I have a bit of a brain fart, but I also have a bit of a confession. What? So you know how, um, (laughs) like, Hallmark and Lifetime have started their Christmas movies early? Oh, no. I've been watching them for, like, a week. Oh, puke. (laughs) It is puke, but you know what? (laughs) It is puke. (laughs) It's totally I'm glad you agree with me. I didn't think you were going to do that. No, it is puke, but I will say... With all of the shit that's going on in the world today. Right, yeah. And everything, like, on the news and everything going on on TV and all of the show, all of the TV shows and everything that have been postponed because of COVID. Yeah. There's nothing on TV. And everything is so negative when you get on social media and things like that. Mm -hmm. So... I feel like I've watched all the Halloween movies. I've done all the Halloween things. So, like, I've been celebrating Halloween. Right. I, everything's decorated. You know, we did. We went all out for Halloween. It, it, and, of course, our podcast was, well, like, yeah, fucking was so fun. balls to the wall Halloween. But 
on TV, I've been watching the Christmas movies because <laughs> oh, because I just need something to be excited about. Yeah, I need I to feel I need to feel happy and joyful. And even though they're all the same story, oh, I know the Hallmark <laughs> ones are the most predictable movies. I mean, ever. they all are. But I will say, I have there was one year where I did get caught up in them, and like. While the kids would be getting ready for school every morning, I'd be watching them. See? And then I'd watch them, you know, during the day if I was off. See, yeah, I've seen all the Hallmark ones, but I didn't know that Lifetime, like, had their own. Oh. So I'm like, I've never seen any of these. So I've been watching the <laughs> Lifetime ones. And, you know, and everyone's like, it's too early, it's too early. And I'm like, I can't stand the shit that's on TV. I'm yeah. over it. So, like, of course, I've been watching, like, Ghost Nation, because that's come back on. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching, you know, my staple shows. But it, I need filler in the meantime. So I'm like, I'm going to watch something that makes me happy, that I don't have to use my brain for. Right. You know, just something that's not going to make me depressed. Because I'm so sick of being like, oh, is it over yet? Yeah. So if that's what's just going to keep me in a jovial mood and I'm not going to be like, this is fucking sucky, then. Yeah, I can see that. And I mean, then, I'm sure uh, I'll be sick of it in like two weeks. But... I did. Yeah, by Christmas <laughs> you're going to be like, turn the shit off. <laughs> But I did find out when I fell in that rabbit hole of Hallmark movies, which was only one year, but I watched a lot of them. Yeah. That there's two Hallmark channels. Yes. There's like Hallmark movies and mysteries. mysteries, And they have their own holiday shows. They do. So you can like, oh, I've seen this one. Go to the other one. I would. That's exactly (laughs) what I would do. And it was like this whole rabbit hole. But then it was like. I was like, okay, so the movie's starting, and she likes that guy, and that guy's a dick, so at the end, she's going to end up with the guy who's a dick, because he's really the nice guy, and the nice guy's a dick. Right. Done. (laughs) (laughs) Figured it out. But then at the end, like, even though, like, I find myself watching them, and, like, all the way through, I'm like, God, this acting is terrible. God, again? (laughs) Have I seen this one? Because these two actors were in another one that I already watched. Or five of them. Right. (laughs) Is this the same one, or is this a whole other movie? When was this one made? 2019, so it wasn't the other one, because that was 2015. But, like, I'm, like, going through them, I'm like, God, this is a terrible story. But at the end, like, when they make up, I have, like, a shit-eating grin on my face, and I'm like, oh! Well, that's what happens to me. It's, it's like, I don't, like, halfway through, I'm like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Right. But then I'm like... But I need to know how it ends. Right. So I ha- I've invested this much time. Right. And you're stuck watching it and you're like, I, I don't know why, but I can't turn this off. So yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like the haunting of Bly Manor. It is. So I. That's a great comparison. I am not done yet. Oh my. Because I choose not to be. Because I'm like, I can't make myself watch it. But I need to know the end. And my clients are like, you're going to be disappointed. And I'm like, I know. But I've watched seven and a half episodes. There's only nine. Yeah, so I only have one and a half episodes left. Yeah. And I haven't finished it yet, so don't give me any spoilers. No. But all my clients are like, oh, don't get your hopes up. And I'm like, <laughs> this fucking show is the most boring fucking thing. And it actually, the first few episodes that were boring, I was more excited through those. And I was like, I can wade through this because I want to like get to the good stuff. Yeah. And then I'm like, episode three, episode four, I'm like, okay, I want to get to the good stuff. And then <laughs> it's like, why? I'm like, okay, no we saw stuff? one creepy girl walking through the house. Like, okay. But then once they start dream hopping, uh-huh. I'm like, I fucking hate this so much. I didn't even, I was too stupid to understand that they were dream hopping until the end of episode five. And I'm like, oh, that's what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> then they were like, I'm at the point where, <laughs> Excuse me. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, spoiler, where, you know, <clears throat> the children see the ghosts of, you know, the two people and they're like, 
oh, she's dream hopping. She'll be back. I'm like, oh, shit. That's what it was. Yeah. That's how I figured it out. But, oh, God, I haven't finished it yet. I but actually kind of liked the ending because well, it that's... made it made sense. Okay. Well, that gives me hope because right now I'm like, I fucking hate this so much. I mean, so obviously they went in a completely different direction than Hill House. Which was fucking cool. It was I cool. But this one is definitely more psychological than like terrifying well it's, that's what makes it like you have to pay you have to so <laughs> close to the attention to detail on that one yeah where you're like if you blink you're like wait wait wasn't she just in the other room like what the fuck i had to rewind it she's wearing times. a different outfit like what's yeah. happening yeah um where hill house was like just like watching a scary movie exactly. it was like easy to watch and this one i'm like i have to like go back because you know yeah anyway one of my clients today, I was washing her hair, and uh, she was like, I've been watching this amazing program. And I Program? Was, yeah. She also calls cappuccinos, cappuccinos. And I'm like, oh my. You're a teacher. That would get old really You're a fast. teacher. It is not called a cappuccino. Like, she calls it a cappuccino. Anyway, this is this type of person. She's real nice, but she's, you know, Sounds older obnoxious. and stuff. Yeah. But, um, so she, I was like, oh, what is it? And she's like, it's called... The Haunting of Bly House. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, The Haunting of Bly Manor. I said, yeah, it's like the second installment of the, you know, The Haunting of Hill House. And she's like, the what? And I'm like, oh my God. But she's like, we just finished it. Get on the internet, It lady. was wonderful. I'm like, oh, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> it was yeah, wonderful. Pretty good. But really, I'm like, you have the worst taste. <laughs> She's like, it's so spooky. I'm like, no, it's fucking not. <laughs> That's what I wanted it to be. Yeah. I think I think the worst part is trying to keep in mind not to compare it to Hill House because they're not the same. At all. Yeah, but they're not supposed to be. They're two completely different stories. Yeah. And they're not supposed to be but, the same, you know? Yeah, but they're like so vastly different. Yeah. That their fan base from Hill House is probably like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, uh, we definitely are. So, yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. You you can nail on the head. So, my (laughs) husband was watching it with me up until like episode seven. He's like, don't put this on when I'm home. (laughs) (laughs) And I just own this shit. Like, like, it's not happening. So, last night, I'm like, he's every night, he's like, what do you want to watch? I'm like, you know what? Just whatever you want. Just put it on. We'll watch it. I said, why don't we finish? Bly Manor, we have an, like an hour, like an hour and a half left, and he's like, "Absolutely not." And I was like, <laughs> uh, "Okay, so I will, I will finish it." But God, it's gonna be painful. <laughs> I started watching it with my friend, and I was like, "I really want to watch the scary stuff. I, I really do." And I was like, "Will you watch with me?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." He fell asleep <laughs> like forty-five minutes in, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Like, like this is not how our first date was supposed to go. No, and I, I, you know, things happen. And I was like, "Well, this sucks." And so I actually ended up going back and rewatching. Yeah, and then I watched it all the way through, and I was like, "Please pick up, please pick up, please pick yeah. up." <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's we. I didn't love it, and I haven't finished it. But if you guys enjoyed it, then. Kudos. Kudos to you. Yeah. (laughs) We shall return in a minute.
Have you heard of Rudolph Valentino? It sounds familiar. He is an icon of early Hollywood. Okay. The Latin lover. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Even though he's Italian. I had to look it up. I was like, are Italians Latin? And it was like, I guess yeah, they're of. considered Latin. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Anyway, so he was famous during... Is he the, the designer, Valentino? No. No? Okay. No. He was famous during the silent film era. Oh. There was no talking at all, so... He didn't know much English, so that was good. That worked out for him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, a little bit about him first. He was born in Italy, like I said, southern Italy. So he was like tan, yeah. you know, really exotic looking um, in 1895. But when he was 18, he moved to New York City along with like 200,000 other Italians. and um, Which makes sense looking back because it's like New York City is so Italian. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> it, it was the chair. <laughs> Do you need a butt plug, Mandy? <laughs> so when he got to New York City, he worked as a dancer. And in like, but like in real swanky clubs. Like this guy knew where to impress the elite. Ah. And it was mostly older, rich women. Ah, yes. So maybe that's also why people thought he was gay. Yeah. Yeah. He was a dancer. Yeah. Yeah. So he moved to New York City and he met this woman, Blanca, Blanca de Sauls. It's not known if they had a relationship or not, but um, she was married and her husband was openly cheating on her with like Ugh. lots and lots of women. And he wasn't trying to hide it at all. He, he was like some big wig. He had a lot of money. So when they were getting divorced, he took her to court for child support or something. And so Valentino who was like just this immigrant who hasn't been in the U.S. that long, mm-hmm. testified for her on her behalf. And actually she ended up winning the custody battle. Damn. And that pissed her husband off. So he like had friends in high areas and ended up getting him arrested for like what we think is false um, vice charges. They call it vice charges. Mm. So it didn't stick and he was out. So that made him look bad, first of all, because this guy was like really well known in New York City. So then that made it hard for him to get work because the dance studio fired him. It wasn't a studio. It was like a club. But um, so then (laughs) he's trying to find work like he's doing. He's busboying at restaurants and Mm -hmm. shit, but he's actually not because he like. Didn't want to. You know, he was working, but, like, not working, so he kept getting fired from all those oh, places. Because he was like, I'm too this good for this. This is beneath me. Yeah. But then, after the custody thing, it was, like, a year later. He's trying to work and trying to get into movies and stuff. So, one, a year later, the husband was, like, late dropping off the kid, per their custody agreement. Sure. So, she goes to the house and shoots him five times in the head. Holy shit! And so, Valentino's like... Fuck this shit. I'm not being tied to this. And so he left and went to Los Angeles Mm -hmm. because he really wanted to be an actor. Right. That was like his push to get there because he was like, this man already hates me and everyone knows. And now he's dead. And I testified for her and all this stuff. So he left and none of that ever came back to. I was not expecting that. Yeah. She shot him five times. Holy plot twist. Like a crazy person. So anyway. In Los Angeles, he continued dancing, and he was also teaching dance to wealthy older women, mm. like he was in New York City. Ooh la la. 
And he began acting or getting acting roles, but he was always casted as like the heavy, like the bad guy. Yeah. Because of his exotic looks. (laughs) And didn't think that anyone that looked like him could be a leading role. Right. But, um, so he was always the villain or whatever. I mean, think like Gangs of New York. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's a great movie. Yeah. Anyway, so he started out with like shit roles, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. But then this one screenwriter... She wrote The Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Ooh. She had seen him, you know, on the scene, I guess, trying to get roles and stuff and thought he'd be perfect for it. That movie came out in 1921, and it was one of the first movies ever to make over a million dollars. No way. But the studio, is called Metro Studio, still refused to recognize him as, like, a leading man actor. Because he's a minority. Yeah. But he was the lead in that movie. So this is prior to Metro Goldwyn Mayer. Well, this is when it was still Metro. Yeah. Yeah. So this was the very early days of that. And so. And it was a silent film? Yep. All of his films were silent. He, I think they cast him in like another movie that like flopped and whatever. So he left and went to Famous Players Lasky Corporation. Okay. And that is where he starred in The Sheik, which is the movie he is best known for. A lot of you might not know that movie because it was, again, was a silent film. Me included. And <laughs> yeah. I actually know some silent films, but I've never heard of that one. This is all leading up to what I really want to talk to you about. Sure. So it's nothing like... This is like background. Yes. So around that time, this is where it's getting interesting. So he made the trip to San Francisco right after The Sheik came out. And he bought a ring at a jewelry store. A ring that the shop owner was like, do not buy this ring. It's cursed. And he showed him all these other rings. And okay, as soon as you say that to someone whose head is really big right now. They're going to be like, I want it. Yeah. And he did. And I would too. So he wore the ring shooting his next film, The Young Raja. (laughs) (laughs) Which turned out to be the only major flop of his career. Oh, shit. Yeah. The film was actually lost until 2005. No way. Yeah, so no one... That was not recorded in history for a long time. That's crazy. It was that bad. But they even only have fragments of it now. Wow. They don't have the whole thing. So after making that movie, he put the ring away and didn't wear it again until he went to New York to film Son of the Sheik. A few weeks after the premiere of Son of the Sheik, he was wearing his ring and he collapsed at the Hotel Ambassador in New York. Initially, it was because of are diagnosed as appendicitis, but it was discovered later that he had perforated ulcers Oof. that mimicked appendicitis, Oof. which is a condition now called Valentino syndrome. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that's rare because I've never heard of that. <laughs> I haven't either. Yeah. So the doctors were certain that he would recover. He had surgery, but then while he was recovering, he developed pleurisy. Pleurisy, yeah. Pleurisy, okay. So he developed that, right? Ew. So it's really sad because the whole time he was recovering, he actually felt okay. But the doctors and everything knew that he wasn't going to survive this. I think one of his last words were like, oh, no, I feel fine. Like, I want to look out the window or something. Oh, my God. And then he ended up going into a coma on August 23rd, 1926. And he died at the age of 31. Damn. And this is real shortly after he put the ring back on, right? Yeah. So So obviously it's cursed. Well, that's the first, yeah, the first part of it. But when he died, he, he was so famous. He was the most famous actor of the time. Mm-hmm. And he was in one of the first full-length movies, too. 
the other silent films of the time were like 20 minutes long. Right. And so these women are watching him on the screen for an hour and a half, two hours, and everyone's going to remember him. Even men were like obsessed with him. Right. They, there was these people or they would call men that dressed like him Vaselinos because they would (laughs) Vaseline their hair back like he did. And they even put, um, pink talcum powder in men's bathrooms to like make their cheeks look rosy like he did. Oh my gosh. So that's one reason why they called him gay, Mm. you know, and he was, uh, sounds like the men that want to be like him were more gay than he was. Oh, the men tried so hard. And like, yeah, they would buy clothes like he wore, you know, they all tried to look so like So he's him. more of a trendsetter. He was, yeah, because yeah, he brought this Latin flair over, you know, but they would talk so much shit. And there was news articles coming out all the time, just talking shit and all this stuff. But when he died, all of a sudden the news articles are like changing their story. And Praising like, him. Mm-hmm. How about he was like changing the game and was like amazing. Yeah. And of at, course. So when he died. Suck it. When he died, so at first, while he's in the hospital, this is New York City, like, 1926. Mm -hmm. There was 10,000 people outside of the hospital just hoping they'd get to see him when he came out. Wow. 10,000 in the street. When he died, an estimated 100,000 people stood in front of the funeral home. Oh, my God. Yeah, where he was. 100,000 people. And... A riot obviously erupted because the police couldn't keep 100,000 people back. Right. They knocked out the window of the funeral home. <gasps> Everyone was there to just get a glimpse of him. That's how crazy they were about him. Two women attempted suicide on the steps of the funeral home. I think in Paris and maybe one in like London or something. Two people did commit suicide holding on to photos of him. God, it's like Elvis or the Beatles or Michael Jackson or some shit. Yeah, I mean, it was... That's nuts. Yeah, it, there's never been... Before that, there was never anything like that for any famous Star. person or, you know, president or anything that crazy. Wow. So he, like, had these people under a spell. They had another funeral in... Um, like on the West Coast. Los Angeles, and then he was buried in Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Yeah. So there's this woman in black who would mourn Every year on the day of his death, she would show up at his tomb. Mm -hmm. I think he was in a mausoleum Mm -hmm. and just leave one red rose. And to this day, there's always someone who does that. It sounds like Edgar Allan Poe's grave. Yes. But now on Valentine's Day, apparently like hundreds of women in black show up and they fucking put one. So that's pretty cool. But anyway, back to the ring. So after he died, he was dating someone named Pola Negri. And it's spelled the same way as Patty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, I wonder I, if there's any relation. Are they related? But she, she made this huge scene. I'm not even going to get into it. But when he died, she like fainted in front of his table. It wasn't even a coffin. And then whenever the news would want to talk to her, she'd like faint and make this whole scene. Oh, and then, God. You know, like the whole thing. Was she an actress? The Paula Negri show. You know what I mean? Or Paula. Is it P-A-O? Paula. Paula. P-O-L-A. Oh. Um, but anyway, she just used it as like, you know. Her stage? Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. But she was given the choice of one of his items that he had on him, I guess, at the hospital, his personal effects, and she picked the ring. <laughs> and almost immediately she fell Karma. extremely sick, mm-hmm. almost died, and she survived it. But a few years later, she met a, sing- a singer... 
<laughs> named Russ Columbo. And he... Oh, that is a name. I love it. <laughs> Russ Columbo. Now, most of these names are not their God-given <laughs> names. They're like stage names? Yeah. Um, but he was described as a double for Valentino. Oh. And so, I guess she has a type, you know? Clearly. So, she gave him the ring, saying, from one Valentino to another... A few days later, though, Columbo was killed in a shooting accident at the hand of his friend. Jeez. The ring next went to Columbo's best friend, Joe Casino. Joe Casino. (laughs) I feel like this is a poorly written mob movie. I know. But so he had locked the ring in glass and refused to move it, or in a glass case, and Mm -hmm. refused to remove it. Even to donate it to the Valentino Museum, which I didn't know there was a Valentino Museum. That's pretty cool. But apparently there is. But eventually he decided that the curse was bunk and removed the ring from the case. Within one week of putting the ring on, he was hit by a truck and killed. Jesus. <laughs> so I can't yeah. help but to laugh at this. He's right. like, this is bullshit. I want to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, whatever. There's no curse. Bam, you're dead. Right. Okay. I cannot wait to hear where this ring then is now. Then Casino's brother, Dell, took possession of the ring. He wore it with no issue and loaned it to a Valentino collector who also had no problems with the ring. So it seemed that the curse was just a series of grim coincidences. But. I was about to say, I don't believe in coincidences. (laughs) But then Dell's home was robbed and among the stolen goods was Valentino's ring. The The plot thickens. (laughs) The thief, James Willis, was shot and killed by a police officer who swears the shot was meant only as a warning. The ring next appeared on the finger of figure skater Jack Dunn, who also wore Valentino's clothing, when he went for a 1938 screen test for a biopic about Valentino. Jeez. Dunn died 10 days later from tularemia. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, after Del Casino died, the executors of his will kept the Valentino ring locked in the Los Angeles bank vault. Over the years being in the vault, the bank faced two robberies, a fire, and a cashier's strike. The whereabouts of the ring now are currently unknown. No! So it went missing. It would be really cool to find out who has it. I'm like... It's gotta be I'm somewhere. literally sitting here with, like, bated breath, like, who has the ring yeah, where now? where is it? Where is it? Valentino's ghost... Yes! ...has made a few appearances. Yes! So his ghost is said to haunt a number of locations throughout California. Some psychics say that he is looking for his cursed ring. His ex-wife, Natasha Rambova, which, you know, it's really funny. Her real name's like Winifred Seymour or something. I was about to from say, Utah. that's a very, like, Russian name. Yeah, and she's, like, from Utah or something. She's like, what's up? I'm and from, like, the Midwest. How's I didn't realize people were actually named Winifred. I only ever knew it from Hocus Pocus. It sounds like something Such from, like, silly Little name. House on the Prairie or something. Come here, Winifred. No wonder she changed it to Natasha Rombova. But, you know, she was a silent film actress, probably. So yeah, she didn't have to show her accent anyway. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> but she claims that he didn't know he was dead. She said that Valentino's spirit was residing in his Beverly Hills home called Falcon Lair until it was bulldozed in 2006. Damn. Falcon Lair. Falcon Lair. That's dope. Yeah. Doors opened and closed shortly after his death. Noises, which his dogs didn't react to as if it were perfectly normal. Valentino's ghost had been seen in the hallways and could sometimes be seen in the second story window staring out the city. Cool. 
actress Millicent Rogers spent only one night there before being chased away by the spirit. Actor Harry Carey. <laughs> that's the that's the voice I always do that Will Ferrell does, Harry Carey. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is probably a different Harry Carey, right? It's pro- I don't know if it's based on... Oh, yeah, maybe. Because when I read that, I was like, that sounds familiar. Yeah, that's so funny. But actor Harry Carey claimed to have encountered the ghost multiple times during his ownership of the property. Not far away in the Falcon Lair stables, a stable worker quit after he saw Valentino's ghost petting one of his horses. Phantom horses have also been seen on their own running across the property. Phantom horses? Yeah. That's different. I mean, I've heard phantom horses, but I've never seen one. That's cool. Yeah. Um, His home was located right down the street from Cielo Drive, where Sharon Tate and her friends were killed by the Manson family. So that's well, a that's a fucked up street. Yeah. God. <laughs> um, apparitions of Valentino have been said to appear in all of his former homes in various places on the current Paramount Studio. Why can't I talk? Paramount. Because you're so excited. The Paramount Studios lot. He actually never worked on that lot, but it's right across the street from where he's buried. So he might be attracted to like where they're making movies or something. Oh, that would be. You know sense. what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But. People have claimed to see him there. Okay. Um, he's also been seen at a handful of Southern California hotels and in the woman's restroom at the <laughs> at the Musso and Frank Grill in Hollywood. Two separate mysterious deaths occurred near Valentino's statue at the Long Prix Park, both within a few years of Valentino's death. A 14-year-old girl was murdered and a 31-year-old woman committed suicide Valentino never visited this park. And if that's not enough, Valentino's dog, Kabar, haunts the L.A. Pet Cemetery in Calabasas, California. Jeez. <laughs> the Man, main he was thing... hot. Oh, I know. Oh, my goodness. But the main thing that really got me is how many people died from the ring within days of putting it on. Yeah, that's... I mean, that is a series of unfortunate events that I've ever heard of. quite a curse. His... Full name, Rudolfo Alfonso Raffaello Pierre Filiberto Guglielmi di Valentina di Antonguela. Yeah, I have that on here. What in the hell? (laughs) Yeah. Holy Italian. I know. He was gorgeous. But he was super good looking. Yeah, that's why people thought he was gay, because they were jealous. Yeah. Even if he was, (laughs) do you know how many gay men are super hot? (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they groom a lot better than other men. They groom a lot better than I do. Right. Are you kidding me? They care what they look like. (laughs) But I want to know where the ring is. I do, too. (sighs) Too bad there's no, like, serial number that you can, like, track. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a tiger's eye ring. Is there a picture of it? You can only see it, like, on his finger, I think. Damn. Um, It's, like, a very wide ring. Like, gaudy? Like, even in, like, shitty pictures, you can still see this big thing on his finger. So it like, is gaudy. Yeah. And uh, he was definitely flamboyant for the time. Sure. So I can... But, you know... It's like the man Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like with his wearing outfits like a, and stuff. Wearing a meat dress. <laughs> but he couldn't win. He couldn't win. There was one movie that he did, like, a promo picture for where they're like, he grew a beard. It was not a beard. It was a freaking goatee. It was like a goatee with a mustache kind of thing. Yeah. And the world bashed him for that, too. It's like, well, that's more masculine, and now you're giving him shit for that. 
Right. You know what I mean? He just couldn't win. But at, then when he died. It's like people love to hate him. Yeah. And like two of the people that committed suicide clutching his photo when he died yeah. were men. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, all right, guys, shut the fuck up. Right. Just admit who you love. And <laughs> Right. What a great story. And I hate that there's like, just for a moment, let me go on my little tangent. I hate that everyone's like, he was gay. Who gives a fuck? There were the Greeks and the Romans. Like, right. if you look at their, like, frescoes and shit, mm-hmm. it's a bunch of dudes in an orgy fucking each other in the ass. Who cares? Right. Mm-hmm. And just because he was gorgeous and you were attracted to him... That's all it was. It was just jealous men. That makes you gay, not yeah. him. Get well, over yourself. Because their women were swooning over this man. I would have, too. So, he was gorgeous. <laughs> I know. So, of course, you know, they're going to get pissed off at him. Yeah. But the, the weird part was, is he never really... Like, he married, I think, three times... The first one was an actress who only married him to hide the fact that she was a lesbian. No way. She, like... So he was, like, she never, her quote-unquote beard. She never... <laughs> yeah, exactly. She never consummated the relationship. Uh-huh. And she, like, quickly divorced him and was like, nah, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And then the next one... Like, no one... He never really fell in love with anyone ever. Mm-hmm. Or even if he did, they didn't love him back. So well, that's, he like, was too so busy, sad. like, womanizing anyways. Yeah. So, I don't know, but... He de- his life was definitely cut way too short. All because of a suspicious piece of jewelry. Yeah. Supposedly. Well, it's just the fact that like... And pleurisy. You know, <laughs> there's no reports of him acting sick beforehand. Right. And he just drops. And then this, you know, surgery doesn't go well. He also got some other infection before the pleurisy after yeah. and all stuff. And I'm sure, you know, medical was not what it is today. Oh, but, God, no. So Hell he no. died. But then, which wouldn't be that weird, obviously. But then um, the fact that it went to Pola and she instantly was like sick as fuck. Yeah. She literally almost died. Yeah. And I think she never acted again after that. Yeah. And then she sent it to the other guy who looked like his double. He was dead in a few days and then, you know, so on and so on. And now it's missing. We must find it. I wonder if Valentino found it. I wonder if like... He knows where it is and that he's, he's like haunting his old residence or whatever, like keeping an eye on it and like scaring people away so they don't find it. Right. Or he's haunting the fuck out of whoever has it. Oh. <laughs> and be like, can I have it just so he can visit me for a day? Right. <laughs> be like, hey, Valentina, let's, yeah. let's hang out. I will give this back to you. Right. But I will bury to... it at your like mausoleum or whatever. Show yourself to me. Right. And show <laughs> me where the ring is. Yes. And I will get it for you. I will um, give it back to you. I will make sure it is at your place of burial. <laughs> yeah. But um, that was, he died, what was 84 years ago or something like that? That's yeah. so long ago. Yeah. I mean, you said he died in what, 26? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 94 years ago. 94? 94 years ago. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Well, there's my math for you. Hey, we're drinking. It's okay. Mm. I love that. There was so many twists and turns. You have an immigrant from Italy with an obnoxiously long name. There was twists and turns and hardship and then a curse. Yeah. And then is he or isn't he gay? And then there's a haunting. And And then? And then a bunch of bitches and a bunch of assholes. And then he's dead. So, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed it and you think it's as crazy as I do. And if anyone knows where that ring might be... Hit us up. Hit us up. That'd be so crazy if someone's like, I actually have it. I'd be like, oh my God, then definitely hit us up because we want to talk to you. Peace.
stars may go up there in that starry space. But when one falls, God always calls a star to take its place. There's a new star in heaven that will never fade from our sight. There's a new star at home in that far starry dome, shining down on his loved one tonight. There's a voice singing, lead kindly light, with a smile that has made the world bright. Valentino, But way up in the sky, there's a new star in heaven There's a new 